0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of the Dads on the Rocks podcast. If you're listening to this on the day that it's released, it is March 1st. Spring is right around the corner, and because I'm in a completely new state with new trees and new flowers, I get to find out if I have pollen allergies. (laughs) Today's guest is a guy who I happen to stumble upon in a dad's Facebook group. We've never spoken before, but I love to meet new dads and hear the perspective of another dad just trying to make sense of the world with kids. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stephen Chalicombe. Uh, Stephen, as always, we begin with a toast. Today, I am having because now that I live in North Carolina, uh, a local brew from Gizmo Brewworks. It's called Dynamist. It's an Imperial IPA, and it is awesome. Stephen, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you're drinking tonight? Sure, absolutely, and thanks, thanks again for having me on.
1: Uh, and I'll start off with um, so I'm having a nice dark lager from Smart Mouth Brewing Company, uh, which is brewed right here in Virginia. Uh, and it's called boom shakalaka yes um you know i haven't had one before but i would a thousand percent i mean you know buy it again uh so wife katie two kids uh graceland and jack they're they're six and four respectively um currently enlisted in united states navy i hit my 10-year point uh last fall Mm -hmm. um so so i i guess you could say i'm kind of halfway to retirement we'll we'll (laughs) we'll, we'll see how that goes but um yeah right yeah right now uh that's that's pretty much it
0: nice really quick if anybody is interested in a dads on the rock shirt or being a guest on the show email me on the show i guess well me it's me um dads on the rocks podcast at gmail.com and remember to follow dads on the rocks on facebook and instagram and the only way to get one of these really cool dads on the rocks koozies right there steven you at home nice. can't see, but um <laughs> is to be a guest on the show. I'm gonna be sending Steven his own um probably tomorrow and I'll get with you later to get your mailing address and all that stuff. But if you want your own dad's on koozie, the only way to get one is being a guest on the show. So if you want to be a guest on the show, that's a fun little present for you. <laughs> so um, Steven, let's get right into it. I don't really know much about you because, like I said earlier, I found you on a Facebook group. I put a a line out there to see if anybody wanted to be on the show and you jumped at it. And I was really excited because I, I love meeting new dads and uh, with the exception of one other person on the show, you're the only other person that I've had zero experience with and I don't know anything about you. And I'd like, like to change that. So you did mention to me before that uh, your two kids, both of them are special needs and I don't have really any experience with having kids, Uh, having special needs or any friends that do. So I would like to learn a little bit about that. So would you say that your life is different from any dad friends or anything that you, uh, any other people with kids that you know of with your kids being, uh, having special needs rather?
1: Um, I I think, I mean, ultimately, yes. Uh, You know, there's, there's absolutely going to be a slight difference I, you know, and I actually don't think it's you know, it's a very major difference, right? Like I think every dad out there, and and you know, moms too, absolutely. But every dad out there is. kind of going out there and you know they're winging it right like Mm -hmm. that's what i'm doing is i'm i'm winging it um but yeah so there's a couple extra things you know we have to do for our kids like we briefly spoke about before like Mm
0: -hmm. um, before i hit the record button sorry everybody i I did (laughs) it again oh that's (laughs) yeah that's all right it happens it's gonna be my thing going forward i'm gonna have to record (laughs) twice all the time now (laughs)
1: it happens to the best of us um but yeah you know you, you mentioned pretty much just packing up a normal diaper bag or you know whatever it be um to, to get out of the house and, you know, we just bring some extra medication because um, I guess maybe I should rewind. So our, our daughter Gracelyn is uh, has autism and she also has a diagnosis of epilepsy. Um, so when we go out of the house, we carry uh, just some emergency medication, right? right? Like, you know, it's uh, not, not really, I mean, I wouldn't say it's not a big deal, but uh, you know, it doesn't really add any extra weight, uh, you know, no pun intended.
0: Yeah. Like, I kind of equate it to like, if your child has, is diabetic, you go out, you know, you throw an EpiPen in, in the diaper bag. Like you have those certain things that you just go out prepared in the world for with the tools that you would need should the, the need arise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. So we talked a little bit before about, uh, well, I asked you before, and that's when I realized I, I didn't re- start recording, but, um, <laughs> you guys did not plan for the first pregnancy like you guys had an idea that you wanted kids but it wasn't something that you planned out right 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 yeah was the second child the same way uh yeah 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 so both of them uh you know like you
1: you'd you'd indicated both of them weren't necessarily planned you know right like we were uh we absolutely enjoyed and flirted with the idea of having kids and and both just you know
0: thankfully happened yeah how long were you guys married before Gracelyn, I'm going to learn the names. Gracelyn was born. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, now I'm in trouble. So I was, tw- I was. 20- this isn't a test. I'm just curious. <laughs> oh, it'll be a test.
1: <laughs> My wife will listen. She's like, oh, you got it wrong. Um, so I was 25, I think, when we had Gracelyn. So we would have been married for five years, give or, give or take.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. You guys got, is, is she, and I don't mean to be weird, but is she like uh, roughly the same age as you?
1: Uh, Two years younger. So she's, yeah, 28. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: it sounds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you, so she was 18 and you were 20 when you guys got married. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's yeah, I mean it, yeah, it's not that far off. I think my wife and I were because she's like six or eight months older than me, I think, but I think we were twenty three. Mm-hmm. And even now, thinking back, I feel like man, we were so young. Yeah. When, we, when we see we it married. all
1: the we see we say it all the time, you know, these these crazy Facebook memories, like, oh man, look at us
0: 10 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. So you mentioned you were in the military, uh, in the Navy rather, yep. how has like, I mean, you're active military and, uh, are you based out of Virginia, I guess? Uh, correct. Yeah. Right here in Norfolk. Okay. How do you, how do you feel like your, uh, dad, parent life has been affected by being in the military? Like, I don't know, like, do you have like a, a regular nine to five or do you go have to go away for a while? Like how, what is that like?
1: Um, so thankfully Right now, and for the past three, three and a half years, uh, I've been on shore duty. So the Navy has sea and shore rotations that typically, depending on the person, vary from three to four years. But oh, okay. uh, so again, thank you know, thankfully for, I think maybe even close to the last four years, I've I've been home right. So I, I typically have been working a nine to five job. Um, so I've gotten to see a lot of the growth out of both of our kids. Um, I've been thankful just to, to get to a couple of the appointments. You know, I, I do have to miss some of them, right? Cause I can't, I can't just always, I can't just yeah. always skip work, uh, you know, <laughs> bummer. Um, uh, but before that, so when I was attached to a seagoing commands command, my wife was pregnant with Gracelyn uh and I think I didn't leave there until she was closer to maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, so that first two years were pretty difficult, uh, especially when Graceland turned one. She had gotten sick. Uh, she was actually in the hospital for about three weeks, I think oh, maybe wow. even a little closer to four. Yeah. Um, and that's actually when we initially learned of her epilepsy diagnosis. Okay. Um so the first first two years were pretty tough. Um you know, outside of even the epilepsy diagnosis, just kind of not being home and, you know, wondering if everything was, you know, wondering if everything was
0: going to be all right. Yeah. Um and I I feel like I'm constantly like full of anxiety like worrying about the kids, mm-hmm. like that something's going to happen to them like my daughter likes to go and pick up sticks at the playground and I'm like no just you're gonna poke yourself in the eye and like that's (laughs) one of my fears like I'm gonna poke something in my eye but like I want them to go and have fun but I don't I I want them to be safe and be cautious but at the same time like I worry about them constantly so and and I feel like it's it would add like a whole nother level of, of anxiety like if if they had like epilepsy or, mm-hmm. you know, autism or something like that, like it would add just that much more on top of what I've already experienced. So I don't, I don't even know what that would be like. Yeah. It's funny or well, maybe not funny, but you mentioned that,
1: but, you know, so uh, we, I shouldn't say used to, we, we still try to get to the, the public playground as much as we can. We actually have a couple of them by us. So it's, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but you know, when we take the kids to the playground, we, and, and not that the average parent doesn't do this right. I, I'm, Sure, the average parent is just generally anxious because they care for their kid. But yeah, you know, when we go to the public and there's 30, 40 other people there, you know, however many we are watching our kids like hawks. Mm-hmm. Uh because I mean, sometimes they just, you know, kids just don't know better. But uh our son Jack will just run off with a stranger because he thinks he's <laughs> gonna go have fun, right? Like oh, so we, I mean, we gotta be like right behind him and, and I don't mind, it's, you know, it's it's not a hassle, right? Like I would do that for as long as I needed to but yeah um you know as, as much as you kind of said like I just want him to go be a kid uh we just got to take like those extra two steps to make sure like hey me you're he's being a kid but he's he's still being safe
0: yeah like my daughter is luckily very cautious she's not just gonna go off with anybody but mm-hmm. my son he's he's only one he just I'm still in that baby phase like he can walk <laughs> and he's just putting everything in his mouth and yeah yeah it's all sorts of fun. I know I'm sure you remember it. I mean, you've been through it twice, so it's, I I, I'm very anxious for him to get a little bit older to where he's like my daughter's age now to where he's like three and a half, four years old. And like, I can throw him around a little bit. And like today I was just throwing him up in the air a little bit and playing. And then he threw up on me. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) So like, I can't wait to like power bomb him onto the bed and like, just like have that fun, like dad, son, playful, time like and i have that with my daughter but i'm also a little bit more careful with her not because she's a girl but because she's my first born and mm-hmm. and i i get like not rough but like we play and stuff and then my wife says be careful with her you know whatever so yeah yeah but i can't wait for him to get a little bit older to where i don't have to like watch him like a hawk on top of him right um and to where i can like play with him a little bit more as opposed to just making sure he doesn't kill himself
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, same, same thing. It's, uh, you know, I, I kind of wrestle with my son all the time and it, it actually usually ends up in me being the bad guy. Cause he'll, you know, he'll get hurt and I'll, you know, I'll <laughs> be in trouble, but you know, he, he loves, you know, I mean, he loves it in the time, right? Like we'll wrestle or whatever. And then my daughter will come over. She's like, daddy, wrestle with me. And it's like, no, <laughs> like, I don't, you know, you're, you know, just like you said, you know, you're my little girl. I don't want to wrestle with you. Like Yeah.
0: You know. um, but yeah, they love it. When she was, I think, I don't know, three maybe a little bit younger Uh, she would want to do after getting out of the shower, she would want to do like, no, it was was probably a little bit before that because my son wasn't around. So she was probably like two and a half, but when we would get out of the shower and like I get her dressed and she would want to do like being thrown on the bed. So Mm -hmm. she would say, so I would make up like little games and stuff. Like I would make her be Spider-Man. So I would like pick her up and like have her climb up the wall and then just swing her, swing her, swing her, and then just throw her on the bed. And, (laughs) and I did like eight different versions of that with superheroes. And eventually like, I forgot which one would do, which like Spider-Man was easy, but I can't remember what Hulk did and what Thor did. And so, but, but she loved being just thrown around and and played with, but I mean, I was always careful. I wasn't throwing her like over the bed, but those were some some really fun times, and it's weird that she still remembers doing all that stuff, and she still asked for it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I, I I mean, I I totally see what you're saying. You know, it blows my mind what you know what what kids in general remember, right? Like, I yeah. try to think of things I was doing when I was five or six. Like, I mean, I can't remember. Maybe it's just me, but uh, you know, granted the, you know, it's a little closer for them to remember. But I just I never would have thought they might six-year-old daughter remembered stuff from when she was three uh,
0: yeah it's, it's mind blown it's insane like she she would remember something like do you remember when my friend whatever was you know threw a rock at me and i'm like you were like almost two how do you remember that like let's <laughs> not have that be a core memory let's let's get past that don't worry <laughs> about that <laughs> but it's it's wild how how much they remember and it's just like some kind of insignificant thing, but they're just, and I say it all the time, they're little sponges right now. So oh, yeah. like we're staying with my wife's family and their, their daughters are older. They're 12 and 16, I believe. And so they're a little bit older and and they use words that my four year old probably should not be using sure, anything bad, yeah. but saying like, Oh no, shut up. You didn't want to do that. And I don't want my kid saying shut up at school when she starts this year. Right, so right. it's like trying to curb that and, tell her, look, you don't always have to copy what the older girls do. And that's, that's been a, a, a challenge for, for me lately. It's just the little sponge that picks up everything around her and it's not always good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely bite you in the butt. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So let's talk about what, when the kids are, are finally asleep, um, what do you guys like to do for fun? You and your wife, Katie, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. What do you guys like to do for fun when or at least to decompress and relax at the end of the day? Um, so our I don't know, maybe not our
1: latest thing. So the quickest quickest thing or the first thing we'll do is try to catch up on, you know, some TV shows. Uh we we I don't know if infamously is the right word, but watch we we like to call it trash TV, right? Like so we'll watch uh 90 day fiance is our big thing right now. Yeah, uh, my wife has somehow gotten me hooked on it um (laughs) like she she just watched the first couple seasons and it'd be on in the background and i would just you know catch an episode or two but now i now we watch it every week um and there's i guess a couple spinoffs on that season so we watch a lot of that and we we used to be really big on the office like we probably in an unhealthy manner watched the office i want you know i want to say close to like 30 times over we just we just (laughs) loved the show like we couldn't get enough it was yeah, it was a good show and we just don't watch it anymore actually because it's it's not on netflix like we have the dvds but it's not yeah as it's, convenient it's not as convenient to watch you gotta pop the disc in and out you know
0: yeah it's so uh, weird how like put like getting a show or uh, movies on dvd was like such a revolutionary and cool thing and now it's such yeah. a hassle to actually put it in wherever you're gonna watch it as opposed to just oh i can stream yeah. something and like if it's not on there, okay, then I'll watch something else. It's kind of weird how it's changed like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, like, like, God forbid, you know, we got to get up and change the disguise. Funny, like, <laughs> the, you know, the things we complain about now.
0: Yeah, really. So, what are your thoughts on the last two seasons? I think it's t- two, maybe three seasons after Steve Carell left. Ooh. So,
1: I actually really enjoyed when, man, I should know this better. Um, Will Farrell no so I, I didn't like when will ferrell was the manager okay and the guy who uh
0: uh yeah um the guy the that's on the blacklist yeah what the heck's his name um oh he's one of my favorites too it ultron it's killing me um, i know
1: he calls himself the lizard king in the show yes
0: <laughs> but, but
1: either, I, I guess either way i'm, I'm sure people have figured out i actually really like that part of the part of it uh, not better than Steve Carell, I guess, of course. Yeah, but, uh, I thought that was a good recovery. And and then uh, I, I did not like when Andy took over. I, I thought that was really bad as well. Yeah. Um, and then the last couple episodes where Dwight was manager. I, I mean, I, I don't know how you couldn't like that just because it was Dwight.
0: I I felt like the show immediately dropped off after Steve Carell left. There's like a couple instances that were good, like the um, Will Ferrell doing the uh, the um invisible juggling to bring yeah, me to it, life it, it i thought that was yeah. very very funny it's gonna kill me now that i can't think of his name and he's one of my favorites too i, uh, I know it's robert california in the show but... robert cal yeah um all of that was very forgettable to me except the i am the lizard king part and yeah, that was... where they went to his house one time like those are the only parts that i remember and that was maybe half a season so i don't really remember any of that yeah and everything after that i thought i I won't even rewatch, but the last two episodes make it all worthwhile. Yeah, um, last two were really strong. Dwight's bachelor party and and the wedding, which it just brought it all together. I felt like it was old writing uh like somebody left and they brought somebody back in to write those two episodes because it was just it was so right. worth it. So Yeah. Um did you guys ever watch Parks and Rec? Uh
1: so we did watch Parks and Rec. Uh so I know I personally watched it one time through. Uh I I mean, I I think I felt the same way about Parks and Rec uh, as I did The Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recall how many seasons, but the first handful of seasons were good. But when they merged the two offices, I, I forget because I watched so long ago, but they merged like the, the Parks and Rec department with whatever the other department was. I, I felt like that was the same as when Steve Carell left in The Office. Uh, it just wasn't the same.
0: Do you mean like when they merged Pawnee and Eagleton?
1: Uh, maybe that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel. Okay.
0: I, I can see that because it, it took like a different turn. Parks and rec, I I love I the first season is they were still finding their footing, but once um uh what's his name? Ben and I can't okay. Apparently today is I just can't think of any actors' names. Okay. Yeah, I but think they're both done. <laughs> <laughs> but when uh Ben and Chris come in, uh I feel like that's when the show took a very stark turning point towards straight up. It was so much better after that. But I loved it all the way through like I like that was one of the ones that I really enjoyed all the way through uh, after that point rather do you guys watch any like drama shows like Ozark Peaky Blinders anything like that. Um, So we have so
1: we actually did watch Peaky Blinders I think we watched at least the first two seasons and, and actually I don't know why we stopped. I think maybe we may have just started another show, but I—I I mean, from what I remember, Peaky Blinders is an extremely good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we briefly watched Ozark as well, and by briefly, I think—I think I may have watched the first couple of episodes, and uh, I think maybe I just never caught on to it. Uh, but as far as other dramas, not that I can think of off the top of my head, um, I'm personally more of a—I uh, guess comedy. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's where I got the office from. <laughs> um, but
0: yeah, not yeah. no other dramas I could think of off the top of my head, at least. Um, we like I, I used to I was in a position where I could watch a bunch of shows because I had the time to because like I would work midnights and I could bang out a whole bunch of shows at night when it was when it was quiet. But um, I'm not in that situation anymore, so I don't get to watch anything really anymore like i watch i catch up on shows on my lunch break now that's pretty much how i have to watch tv and like i'll watch shows that my wife isn't interested in like and without her but usually her and i are watching we'll like pick one show like her and i want to watch yellowstone because we hear a lot of really good stuff about that yeah but like like ozark like you said i'm in the same boat like i watched the first two seasons and then i just immediately stopped caring not that it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't good i just there's just so much and it's ozark is a slow burn like it takes you the entire season it's great but you got to put in the time to do it and i just don't have the time nothing against bad against the show i just i don't have the time yeah do you guys watch any like stand-ups or anything like that like comedy uh stand-ups um so
1: we would uh um but we wouldn't go out of our way i guess you could say right Mm -hmm. we absolutely watched uh dave chappelle's most recent one on netflix yep uh, we both thought it was like absolutely hilarious and, oh, and in and, and all capacities. Um, but, uh, unless it's something, I guess, I don't know if you want to call that mainstream or, you know, something easily accessible, yeah. uh, we'll watch it, but yeah, we don't, you know, we won't go like digging for
0: any kind of standup, uh, no, and, no reason. And, and it's hard be- like, because everybody has different, uh, tastes when it comes to standup um like there's one guy that that my wife and i really like he's he's very dry but he's clean he doesn't curse he doesn't get into anything foul or anything like that which i'm okay with too but i like the fact that he can be as funny as he is without going that route his his name is um nate bargazzi he's uh um, done, okay. i think two specials on netflix now the second one i didn't love so much but the first one is is fantastic but and it's cute because it you can tell that he's very much so like a dad. Like he has his daughter who's probably like eight or nine introduce him at at the beginning of every special, oh, which, really? is, which yeah, which is really cute. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, we like watching those and like we listen to to that stuff all all the way up on the drive up here to North Carolina from Florida. So that took a, a few hours out of our drive. So I I don't I never got into like the trash TV stuff. Like the only thing because I don't like. Uh, like reality tv stuff like i never got into it the only thing that we ever do is america's got talent like i never got into like 90 day fiance and stuff like that yeah i mean i
1: i never thought i would either and i mean i don't (laughs) like i i guess it's just it's just on and i mean i'm not a huge tv person to begin with uh so i guess just because it's on maybe that's how i just i just took a liking to it but i i mean you just see some you know just see some of these crazy things that these people do. I don't know. It's just intriguing, I guess. I, you know, I don't know. They're willing to travel halfway across the world to find out they were catfished or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. I get it. I mean, I hate to see that happen to somebody, but it's, it's, you know, you get a kick out of it, I
0: guess. I can appreciate that though. It's like, it's kind of like the stuff that you're not going to put on, but if it happens to be on, it's going to suck you in. Like one of those, like, yeah, tra- yeah. like terrible, um like lifetime movies. Right. Yeah. Where the girl is like dating some new guy and he's killed a whole bunch of people i don't know i I, okay i don't watch lifetime movies so i can't describe (laughs) it very well but when i was at work and the girls would have like the lifetime movies on and i just be on my phone or be working or whatever and then they'd you know be watching this and talking about it and then eventually i would just start watching him like well he didn't put the knife back in the drawer that's got to mean something
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i haven't i've i've escaped those Thank thankfully we don't want to watch those here but man i remember watching them all the time in my, in my parents house growing up my mom was you know big <laughs> on the lifetime and i think even hallmark movies were kind of
0: i guess wacky like that um so as i mentioned before i am in a new state i'm in a whole new environment where everything's different it's um we we luckily we just um we're under contract for a house which is incredibly difficult uh nowadays like i thought it was bad in florida but it is way worse in in this general area and the triangle is what i've realized it's called um but we're lucky enough that we are under contract for a house and there's some stuff that i realize that has to be done in the house not very much and i'm probably gonna like pay somebody to do it but i always wish that i had that like kind of handy man handy training like to where I can go and fix things something that's more than just like putting batteries in, you know the thermostat or something like that right but are you a handy guy at all like do you do stuff like that around the house
1: um yeah I yeah and I i, I by no means call, call myself like a handyman uh <laughs> I, I think just over the years like so we've been in our current house for four years now mm-hmm. maybe five um and, you know, I mean, the Navy or the military, you know, we don't, doesn't pay very well. You know, we, <laughs> we, we get by obviously, but so we've kind of had no choice, but to try to figure some things out on our own. So, um, like for, for example, and I guess maybe this isn't in the house, but we, I, we did build our own shed, uh, and oh, nice. we, we bought it as a kit, um, you know, we, all the pieces came and, and we put it up ourselves and it took pretty long and it took me about a month to put together, but thankfully we didn't need it but you know, to being able to do stuff like that is nice because we probably saved some, I mean, I, you know, a couple grand and paying yeah. somebody in labor to do it. Uh, and then we do small things around the house. Like, and again, I, I wouldn't say it's anything complicated, but you know, we've done everything from replacing toilets to ceiling fans to, uh, we, we ripped up flooring. That's the easy part. We didn't place it back in, uh, but I, I'm pretty confident we could have put the flooring back in if we wanted to. I think yeah. that was more of a time constraint than anything, uh, and a combination of the of the kids—you know, you just have kids crawling on you, while you're trying to put flooring in.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine like having like a two-year-old, three-year-old like walking around. They yeah, know yeah. stay over there, and they're like, "Well, I'm two. I'm going to do whatever I want to. I'm going right, to go step yeah. all over this, unfinished yeah." So floor. S-
1: <laughs> sometimes you got to get a professional in there because they can do it significantly <laughs> faster. But yeah, I mean, I, I really do enjoy trying to get my hands on around stuff around the house to fix it you know one because it saves money and two it you know just kind of feels good to be able to fix your own stuff I guess. I guess it's like a pride thing yeah for sure um and i mean even my wife has been knocking stuff out of the park like she refurbishes furniture she's repainting the bathrooms um you know yeah we just try to do everything as much as we can on our own it's just it's kind of nice to be able to do that
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, and like you said, I I feel like there's a great sense of pride. Like whenever you walk by something or walk on something or like I did that, I didn't pay somebody to do that. I did that myself. It's your own labor that goes into the house to make it your home kind of thing. Um, were you taught anything like that as a kid? Because when I was growing up, like my mom was, my dad was always working. He was, he was in law enforcement. So he was always working. My mom was the one to raise, I'm one of four. So she was always the one to, to raise us. And she was actually more handy than my dad um, because she like worked in a hardware store when she was younger. So, and so I kind of like learned like the difference between Phillips and screw and flathead screwdrivers. (laughs) But after that, like it was, everything was pretty much taken care of by my mom. Like I didn't get any kind of like training when it comes to like fixing anything. I never got anything like that. So did you have any, anything like that? Did you have any prior knowledge or Um, maybe in the Navy, did they teach you like how to fix stuff or like, cause I never got anything like that.
1: Uh, I would say prior to the Navy, not really. Uh, and, and I would say, so my, my father was an auto mechanic um, and he, he did what he could around the, the house, you know, I mean, I, I, even outside of cars, uh, mm-hmm. but typically if we needed, I guess we'll, we'll say plumbing, for example, done, uh, he, he would, you know, kind of essentially trade his trade with a buddy of his who was a plumber and, you know, he, his buddy would come over, do the job. I'm sure either for free at an extremely reduced rate. And then yeah. he would essentially return the favor. So, you know, we never had like the, you know, here son come learn this, but you know, we definitely had the opportunity to, to just see those things and kind of learn like, okay, so this is how you turn off the valve for water or yeah. something like that. And then in the Navy, no, I never specifically you know taught or trained how to, I mean, we do maintenance, absolutely, but um kind of just being so I, I served on or yeah served on submarines and and just seeing how certain things function from day-to-day life you kind of just pick up like you just kind of pick up basic skills on maintaining yeah. uh,
0: equipment essentially i mean and and that's gonna that's gonna trend transition and like maintaining equipment, like just like at home, but it's not like it's the same kind of stuff. Like you don't have a submarine in the basement oh, that you're right. going to have to dry and like fix. But I think about that now, like I would love to teach my kids how to do basic stuff. And even I don't know that, like, I just started a new job. And one of the things I, I won't get too much into it, but one of the things is telling people like, Hey, check your toilet for leaks. Like that may be why your water bill is super high. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how would I know if a, what, if your toilet was leaking, I wouldn't know if mine was. So I looked up like how a toilet works because I never knew like, and like you flush the toilet and you leave. I've never stopped to think like, maybe I should figure out how this works so I could fix it in the future if it ever breaks. So, or if it's running, okay, like jiggle the handle it's fixed. Okay. Then leave, go, go on about your day. So I, It was like two or three days ago. I'm like, maybe I should figure out how a toilet works so I can better help these people that I'm talking to. And I realized like, there's a lot that I don't know. Like if that's something (laughs) super basic and like, I don't know anything about electrical. I've shocked myself several times. And I said, you know what? No, I'm going to call somebody.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I draw the line. I mean, yeah. like I, I've replaced a couple ceiling fans in my opinion. That's super easy. Um, it's just really just, I think it's like three or four wires depending on the fan, whatever. Yeah. But we had a couple of outlets go bad in the kitchen. I was like, man, you know, I, I told my wife, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm willing to do this, but I'm really not sure. Like, right. So we, we paid a professional for that one. Um, You know, I kind of, like you said, I kind of draw the line at, at major electric, excuse me, major electricity. <laughs>
0: So I feel like I know what I can do around the house and it's basic stuff. And, you know, I I know where my limitations are and where I should draw the line. Like I I know that I'm not going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. So I'll call somebody like, it may be a little bit of money, but if I can Google something on how to do it, I'll, I'll, I'll go that route. But I'm, but if I know where to, To draw the line and say I'm probably gonna get hurt or break it worse, so I'm gonna call somebody. I'm gonna count that as a win. No, know my limits.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it helps if something's not an emergency, right? Like if you, I guess, like you said, if your toilet was leaking and there was no flood, right? Like maybe you could afford to take the hour to try to figure out how to fix it, right? As opposed to just calling somebody who's gonna charge you five hundred dollars or you know whatever it is to fix it. Yeah, for sure. Like
0: that helps. Um, do you ever encounter something that you don't know how to do or do you enjoy like to figure it out or do you see it as like oh, God, there's something else to fix um no
1: yeah i i think i i think i've learned how to enjoy figuring it out uh you know maybe had you asked me that you know eight years ago i think <laughs> it would have been extremely frustrating just to like man you know i gotta waste time trying to figure this out. But now I find myself, so our next like small project is we're going to take, we've got a couple flower beds in the side of our house. So we're going to rip them out and just film the concrete. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't sound anything like anything crazy, but I mean, I've never laid concrete. I've never set up an area to lay the concrete. Um, so I like, I kind of find it, I don't want to say fascinating, but like, it's exciting to like, all right, we, we got to figure out how to do this because why pay someone to lay concrete when we could probably do this ourselves. Right. And yeah. like, um, so yeah, like I said, nowadays it's, it's kind of nice to try and have, it's nice to have the time to try to figure that kind of stuff out.
0: Yeah. And that's awesome. I I've, That's one of the things that I'm like, I have no time for anything because I'm constantly hovering over the baby. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's constantly like trying to make sure that he doesn't fall down the stairs or like today he had a penny in his mouth. I'm like, how, how did you even find this? <laughs> Like, where did this even come from? Um, and he's he's teething and like their sleeping schedules are all off because we're in a, in a new place. So like it's constantly like hovering over him and there's no time to just sit and relax. And I and at the same time, I feel bad because I want to go and play with my daughter and I'm exhausted from, you know, the normal house stuff or getting home from work. But I want to go and play with you know my daughter. But I can't because right, right. I want to give my wife a bright goose, had the kids all day long. And I have to watch him like that's priority. Like my daughter can play by herself, he can't. He's gonna immediately try to kill himself as soon as somebody takes their eyes (laughs) off of him. Um, And we're in a house that's not baby proof, so it's I feel bad when like he's broken a bunch of stuff already, like pulling like um, like cords down, like he broke glass the other day. So I I feel bad that like I can't spend the time with her or my wife because when it's baby. I hate the term baby duty as a parent because it's always baby duty. Like that's your duty to watch the baby. So, um, but I can't wait for that when they're a little bit older or sorry, when he's a little bit older and he can be a little bit more self-sufficient and we will have that time, like not to watch a TV show or, but like to spend together to where it's not making sure you don't die, but making sure that you're having fun and growing up. So, yeah, totally understand. When, when did you kind of feel like, well, I know your situation is a little bit different because your your kids require a little bit extra attention for mm-hmm. for certain things. But was there a certain point when you when you realized that you could not watch them for a couple of seconds? Because I still haven't gotten like I got there with my daughter, but not with my son. And it's weird going from one to two. So I I'm I'm in a whole new ball game too. Um
1: I mean so I so we're at that point now, or at least yeah, I would say we're at that point now. Uh, I just to to speak for myself I guess of course I think I got to the point where I could take my eyes off him for more than two minutes was probably I think so our daughter would have been about three ish maybe a little older when she finally came off um, uh, epilepsy medication so Uh probably about a year after that was when I became kind of comfortable like okay I don't have to watch you like 24 seven yeah um so yeah and and so so she would have been roughly four uh and our son would have been roughly two at the time
0: okay Um, yeah yeah
1: yeah that's probably about right i guess
0: (laughs) because i'm trying to think of when i i would remember when it was just my daughter and after shower time like i would give her a shower or it's and it, it all blurs together but she i would put her on the couch like after she took a shower and I would go take a shower and I have like the camera watching her from in the family room and she'd be watching YouTube or something at the time we, right. we did away with that, but um, she'd be watching something on TV and I'd have her, the camera watching her as I'm trying to take my shower and I'm like scrubbing my arms and, and everything, like just watching her make sure she's okay. And I feel like it was around like two and a half for her. Um, so I feel like we got like another year and a half to of, you know, this toughness but mm-hmm. it flies by like, and it's weird to say, but like I'm living in it and every day is super long and it's super difficult. But before I knew it, my daughter's four and she's, we let her out on, on the trampoline jump, jumping by herself.
1: Do you have a, uh, like a full size trampoline? I guess if that's the right question. Or is it like a, like a small one or
0: no, no, no. So, so the house that we're staying in, um, my wife's cousins, I guess now my cousins too. Um, No, they have a full size trampoline and they have the, um, the netting around it as well. So I don't, I don't worry about her falling off. And I've, every time that I've been out there with her jumping or not, I told her to stay off the blue part, which is the edging, um, because I don't want her foot to go through. And actually a couple episodes ago, (laughs) one of my best friends growing up, Danny, when he he had a full size trampoline, I accidentally jumped him up too high and he jumped, he fell on the blue part and fell off and broke his arm. which he doesn't he doesn't blame me for but i always blame myself (laughs) for so i always tell my daughter to stay off the blue part of the trampoline (laughs) it happens (laughs) and it's wild now that we got our own house um one of the questions is do you do your do you or are you going to have a trampoline and i'm like i didn't realize that was a question for homeowner's insurance oh yeah for
1: insurance Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's weird we had something similar so we I don't know if "thankfully" is the right word, but when we bought our house, there was a pool here already. Uh, and and one of the questions for us was, you know, is there, is there a yeah. gate around the pool? Is it locked? And all that? you know, and, and same thing. I was like, man, why did why do yeah. they care? And then I was like, oh, well, they probably care if there's a kid running drowning, around jumps in the pool. <laughs> and the drowning kids <laughs> in pools that happens quite often, um, unfortunately, yeah,
0: all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad to be away um, from the pool. We had a pool in South Florida, like everybody else does in South Florida, but we had a pool that we absolutely loved. But I'm so glad to be away from having to take care of the pool. Actually, the last year that we were in the house, um, my wife got um, someone to come and clean the pool and take care of it. And it was, I should have done it years ago. I I could actually, and just taking that responsibility away was was just so much better because I would be out there every couple of days, cleaning, cleaning the leaves every week, doing the pool test and the chlorine and all that stuff. And once I just didn't have to take care of that anymore, once the, my, my son came around, it was just so much easier. Like if they were a little bit older, I wouldn't mind doing, doing it, having them out there with me, but no, with yeah. them so little, it, it was too much.
1: Yeah. I was, yeah, I, I see what you're saying with them being too little, but, and I, I think you'd be right. Cause now our kids are a little older. They don't, you know, they kind of run around on their own a little bit. Um, and, and that kind of gives us the time to take, you know, an hour or whatever it is to go. Yeah, exactly. Go if it was necessary. Um, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. If they're younger, it's kind of, kind of, yeah. The and
0: like, even with my, my nephew being down there, like he's uh, almost, he's two and a half, almost three now, but whenever they would come over, he just like, you put him down and he darts right for the pool. Like, like just because he doesn't know any better. Like he says water, I want to go play in water. So, right. So I knew like that was when my son came around, I'm like, no, we, we got to do something. Luckily that was like not on my wish list, but I had been talking about like, man, I I cannot do this anymore. And that was one of my Christmas gifts is that my wife got me the, somebody to clean the pool for, for a while. So that was awesome. That was definitely worth it. All right. That's pretty much all I got for today. Stephen, thank you very much for being on the show today. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I like to give my guests the last words if they have any for the show kind of like your here's your soapbox you get to say whatever you want to any dads out there listening any parents out there listening here's your chance to say whatever you like so any last words for you um
1: yeah well first off you know definitely thanks again for having me here um kind of feel like a celebrity um <laughs> but uh and, and i guess not to be cliche and i kind of mentioned mentioned it earlier in the episode but um you know everybody's just kind of out here winging it right like No matter if your kids are, you know, special needs or not special needs, everybody's out here winging it. So just, just kind of keep doing the best that you can, you know, put your kids first and, you know, everything will figure itself out. Good night, everybody. Good night, daddy. Good
0: night, baby.